Saturday marked a year since the new health system to Fatu Ora kicked into gear. 20 district health boards were abolished and replaced with a centralised system aimed at getting rid of our postcode lottery of healthcare. A year ago, I wished the then Minister of Health, Andrew Little, good luck with his venture. Our health system had been under pressure way before the pandemic hit and clearly needed an overhaul. I liked the fact the government was taking a big swing at this and trying to make sure that New Zealanders, regardless of where they lived, got the same services in healthcare. Us Kiwis, we love fairness, don't we? But for all the good intentions, it turns out making changes as large as this off the back of the pandemic, which had further reduced an already depleted workforce, may not have been such a great idea, nor does it seem the transition was as considered or well executed as well as it needed to be. A year later, it's not obvious what has changed, except the automatic signature at the bottom of their email, as one specialist told me. Association of Salaried Specialists Executive Director Sarah Dalton said the union was giving to Fatu Ora a mark of two out of five so far. She told me yesterday on the Sunday session there are significant workforce shortages, there are gaps that are simply not being filled and acute demand just keeps getting higher and higher, which in turn is making it really difficult to deliver the planned care. There was a great article in the New Zealand Herald over the weekend from senior investigative journalist Alex Spencer looking into the state of our A&Es and workplace conditions. And I saw this firsthand recently. My son and I visited Auckland Hospital Emergency Department a few weeks back and after a five and a half hour wait, the doctor was very apologetic, as were we. We didn't want to be clogging up the system. My son got excellent care, but when I asked the doctor if the wait time was normal, he unleashed an exhausted and frustrated monologue about wait times, how long it takes to get a bed and a ward, the lack of staff and the pressure on the system. His final words were, make sure you use your vote wisely, the selection. I've thought about that doctor often since that night. It was, unex- it was an unexpected and startling moment of candour. What do we do? What are we doing to these people? We can't afford to be driving doctors away. From what I've been told, Tefatu Order has not worked hard enough or quickly enough to get staff on side, to fill the staffing shortages, to fix the postcode lottery, shorten surgery and GP wait times, give emergency departments some relief, or provide adequate mental health services. No one expects them to have solved all these problems in a year. We understand this is a massive undertaking and it will take time to see results. And yet when those in the system at the front line are saying they see very little change, it only seems fair to question the idea and the execution. Either way, several months out from an election, the government would have been hoping for a better report card than two out of five. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.